0: Israel Folau, Patrick Reid, and the NBA playoffs is what we're going to look at today on The Splash. It is Tuesday the 10th of April.
1: It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash, with your host, Phil Pryor.
0: A confused Phil Pryor today because there's so many... Sporting talking points, and I don't really know what to do because then we do we have other podcasts here at Fox Sports as well. The Marker Watch Boys they just did their thing in here for Fox League, uh, and of course uh, I've got Rugby, the Fox Rugby Podcast, to also do the Savo. So those boys will be mainly addressing uh, the the latest on Israel Hour, but I'm going to start today's splash with a bit of that as well. I welcome in. Uh, a couple of Fox Sports Swiss Army knives, um, they cover a bit of everything. Uh, Guardian Televitz is holding a basketball right now. He's been looking at uh, the playoff picture. Welcome in, Gardie. Thank you for having me again. And Olgan Ulitch is also in It's my basketball. He's in the yeah, it's, it's his basketball. It's a size uh, six. He's also a basketball writer. Kind of little. Kind of <laughs> little. You covered some golf masters for us yesterday. Yeah, I, um, I threw in some golf around my basketball coverage, which is cool. Yep, yeah. and and we meant we uh, brought up uh, Israel Folau on last week's splash as well. We did. I have fun um, talking about Israel Folau. Yeah,
1: yeah. And did you? Your, I'm surprised he knew who
0: Israel Folau was.
2: No, he's on the wall over there. They told ah. me who he was when I started working here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, that story was escalated today when um, uh, when basically the big rigs uh, at Rugby Australia went and had a chat to Israel Folau about his social media presence uh, and the like after his Instagram comment last week, which I'm sure we're all aware of now. And then Raylene Castle... Uh, the uh, chairman or the the CEO of Rugby Rugby Australia just addressed the media. Uh, Olgan, did did you keep a, an eye on that one for us? Yeah. So what I gathered from it was
2: that she would not that there would be no consequences for his actions at this point. Yeah. And, and they encouraged him not to, but they didn't compel him not to. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So basically, exactly what we thought would happen um, yeah. is that they tell everyone publicly that they're going to have a chat with him. Privately and about his digital and social strategy, I suppose. <laughs> uh, whilst not condemning him, you say either. that as though it's like a, a you know, thought out, planned, you know, reasoned meeting that he's he's had before doing these things. Of course, Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um. I, I mean, yeah. And, and then and then they come out publicly and say, "Yeah, look, we've we've had a chat to him, but we're not going to do anything about it. Uh, it's it's exactly what we all thought would happen, right? Pretty much. I." I it, they're, they're stuck in a, just an odd situation where they can't
2: tell him not to have free speech because that'll cause an uproar, yes. naturally. But then they can't kick him off the team. Wait. Yeah, they can't keep him off, kick him off the team because he's a good player at that sport. So it's just... <laughs> he's a John Hill's medalist. He's a John Hill's medalist. I found out what that was today as well. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're just stuck in, in a bad situation. So they've just taken the really soft approach and just said, hey, just please stop. They've just asked him nicely to stop. And he hasn't promised to stop. No, He's promised to think about it. (laughs) He said he'll think about it, which (laughs) Mm. means nothing. Wonderful development.
0: So I'm going to let the the Fox Sports rugby team dissect that one further. Head to the Fox Rugby podcast, part of our uh, podcasting suite here at Fox Sports. Uh, That will be up also later today, today being Tuesday, uh, yesterday was Monday, Organ, um sure. and yesterday, the Sunday Masters wrapped up. Um, Confused already. In Amer- <laughs> exactly. A-E-S-T. Um, yes. Look, uh, you penned uh, an interesting piece for us on the website. Controversial piece. Uh, American Patrick Reed's, uh victory at Augusta. Sure. Um, basically, he's been labeled as a cheat, uh, as a, a liar, a thief. Uh, A thief. Yeah. Um, can you provide some more insight as to who this Patrick Reed character is? Well, yeah. So for those who you know aren't
2: tuned in, you know, twenty four seven to the golf world, and only just found out who Patrick Reed was during the Masters, he's someone and who. And you're honest, too honest. <laughs> Pretend like you know what's going on here. No, no. So Patrick Reed is someone whose past hasn't been, you know, particularly glorified. You know, he from his time in college. To his time as you know a young professional, he he's just been in in a midst of controversial uh, action, actions, comments, um, you know from from in college where he was accused by his uh, University of Georgia teammates of stealing, um, of cheating mm-hmm. during play. Then moved to Augusta State, you know some of those accusations were still there. Um, and then as a professional, he just came across as this really cocky guy, um, so much so that you know guys like Jordan Spieth. Really didn't enjoy playing with him. Tiger Woods took a shot at him, where he really wouldn't take a shot at anyone, and so he's built this this reputation as as this guy, this um, you know, this bad boy almost. Um, Even
0: Tiger Woods taking
1: the moral high ground. Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. I was going to chime in there with something, and I was like, I should probably leave it. What did he do? Never
2: mind. Um, <laughs> so yeah, when Tiger Woods decides to be, you know, this. Beacon of, of moral guidance <laughs> to you. There there have been some issues with him, um, and so yeah. you know that's why there wasn't this full throated support of him behind him from you know Americans and the golf community. That's why they were, they were you know cheering for Jordan Smith, Spieth to come over with that win yesterday. Um, he obviously didn't, and, and basically my story was you know this is George, this is Patrick Reed's past. Is the Masters you know a change of that? You know it's his first major. Could this be you know, the tipping point for him where he says, okay, maybe I'm a changed man, maybe I'm not. At least at this point, he's a major winner.
0: Well, I would suggest probably not because the media asked him, uh, what's what's all this about? Why are you such a divisive figure to the public and everything else? And uh, and he just completely brushed it. He said, I don't know, you'll have to go and ask them. Yeah, yeah. And, and he said afterwards that's, as that's well. That's not that a mature response.
2: It's not, but he, he said afterwards as well that he, he stands by everything he said in the past. So, I think it just comes down to him being, you know, an arrogant guy. And I think he he likes that. He he owns that. Um, there's good arrogant and bad arrogant. In sport, yeah, there is though, right? a difference between yeah. confidence and arrogance. You've got to be able to pull it off. And I don't that's, think he pulls it off. That's, that's <laughs> the point as well, though. He hadn't won a major up until this point. Yeah. He he declared himself a top five player in the world when he was just 23. You know, he was, he was he's been this really brash guy, but he hadn't been able to, you know, walk the walk. Now mm-hmm. that he has won the Masters, you know, you can... Take some credence in what he says, but you know, up until this point, he's just come across as, to be quite frank, a dickhead.
0: Are we <laughs> pretty, allowed to say that on this? Yeah, podcast? sure. Oh. I feel like we've
2: said
1: that it's before. Pretty, it's pretty
0: lucky too that he has a you know one of the biggest golfing tournaments in the world uh, in his you know the state that he sort of grew up and uh, developed as a golfer mm. in. It he would know. Like- he would know this course. Like the back of his hand, you know? She seems like that guy.
1: Like that guy that no one likes. it, it just comes across like that. I don't know. Yeah. When, when you're
2: in, you know, a very important tournament in, the, in a city you know, at least get like a shirt that fits. It's one of those things. When, when, you, when you don't, when you can't you take the time to do but that, it's just like, come on. Like, he had to
1: wear pink. Nike wouldn't let him wear red because that was Tiger's Sundays. He would have worn red. He totally would have if he yeah, if he yeah, wouldn't yeah.
2: have got presumably fined or like
1: kept doing really that thing ostracized. with his sleeves as well, pulling the sleeves <laughs> up. I don't know. He's just <sighs> something about him. Tiger wannabe. Mm, maybe.
2: Yeah, I think he wants to be. He thinks he's better than. I'm sure he thinks he's better than Tiger. But yeah, look, he he won the Masters. Congratulations to him. <laughs>
0: Well done, and he had Patrick. no one following him on on, uh, on the opening round of, of play <laughs> on, on Friday morning. <laughs> Let's take this podcast in a different direction. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, look, we couldn't record until today's NBA action wrapped up because there are huge ramifications with seemingly every game taking place at the moment. Uh, if it's not... Uh, Putting the microscope over whether or not teams are tanking, uh, it's playing for something bigger—the uh, playoffs. Uh, so, guys, where are we at? Uh, first, firstly, when does the regular season conclude? Thursday, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Thursday. So we got uh, essentially two days. Two more left days of yeah of <laughs> basketball. Um, where uh, where are things, and and what are the the, um, the I suppose the most compelling uh, storylines at this point for for franchises in in and around uh, the playoff mix? Western
1: Conference-wise is super intriguing. We crunched the numbers before today's action. So before today, there were five teams vying for four spots. Now today, the San Antonio Spurs, Oklahoma City Thunder have clinched. Um, And then we have... A really interesting situation going on. The Pelicans are currently playing. If they if they win today, they clinch. They're up 20 points in the Clippers, so they should. But yep. because Minnesota and Denver both won today, they've set up a clash on the final day of the NBA season. They're playing each other. Whoever wins will be
0: in the playoffs. So it's, yeah, wow. it's pretty crazy. That is. That's, that's good. I, Minnesota, they've got the sort of more star power, I suppose. Is that the team... We would prefer to go through as neutral fans. Ooh, well, as as neutral fans, we would want either team to get in. We want everyone <laughs> to be
2: as happy as possible. Um, yeah, but from, from, from a media yeah. sense, what's yeah. from, gonna... a, from a media standpoint? You, you can you get why the Timberwolves would be an interesting team to be in there. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is you know a, probably a superstar in the NBA. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is, at is, the very least, an emerging superstar in the NBA. And that's the
1: thing. Minnesota were very much going to make the playoffs until Jimmy Butler had his injury. Mm. So you can say, mm. Jimmy Butler being back, you want that Timberwolves team in the playoffs rather than the Nuggets. Correct. Yeah. The Nuggets yeah.
2: The Nuggets are a fun team to watch, though. You know, Jamal Murray is... Gary the, Harris. Gary Harris yes. is, is, is very cool, coming off the big contract as well. Nikola Jokic is one of the most exciting players to watch in the NBA. Will you know, Barton.
0: Yes. Will Barton. He was one of my... Uh, uh, I, I by the way, guys, the I, I won. I won the Fox Sports uh, NBA yeah, fantasy. The, the what is that? the Memorial Cup? Is that uh, not his uh, name? <laughs> Will Barton was in my team, so yes, yeah, he's good on his shape. shout out to he's, Will Barton. Yep. Yeah,
2: that is a fantasy team named after me. Congratulations! Yes, a fantasy yeah, the fantasy league. Yeah. Fantasy league. That's yeah. my bad. Yeah. Um, I don't play fantasy basketball. I cover real basketball. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's just fake. Um, <laughs> it's not. fake. Yeah,
0: who did the Nuggets beat today? Uh, my team, Portland. The Portland Yeah, mm. no, I just wanted you to say it. Yeah. Um, Held them to 82 points. 82. That was kind of strange. It yeah, was, a low-scoring yeah. affair there. Uh, before we move over to the East, and of course, Ben Simmons, you know, that guy. Um, that? Golden State. <laughs> uh, what's going on and wrong with the Warriors? Uh, obviously, the defending champs. I mean, I want to just say injuries. Yeah, they, they haven't been a consistent team
2: for, you know, the last quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry has that injury that will probably keep him out for the first round of the playoffs. That's my guess. Yeah. The their decision to cut Omri Caspian and um, you know, up Quinn Cook's contract,
1: sign him, yeah, to multi-year um, deal.
2: That that's the kind of that's something that points to that tells us that they're ready to go into the playoffs without Steph Curry. Um, so they've they've added this point guard who can shoot the ball as well. So mm. um, that's where they're looking. Kevin Durant just just I don't know he looks off kilter a little bit, and Draymond Green is also just not playing. The
0: motivation has they, been they the yeah they, they seem point. like they
2: they've dropped off a lot to the point where they're below the Raptors as far as their um, yeah. their re, their respective records go. So if it comes down to the Warriors and Raptors in the NBA Finals, the Raptors right now have the better record. They'd have home yeah. court advantage. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, right now, I think once healthy. And hopefully it gets to that point sooner than later. I, I think they're still the favorite to win it all. Um, yeah. Yeah. At get... this point, though, this is this is a worrying motivation kind of slump, is though.
1: one thing, but they they're just missing Steph Curry. He's a two-time yeah, MVP. Sure, He's sure. their most important player. He might not be their best player. Durant can do everything, but Steph Curry is what makes that team tick. So without him, they're they're not going to get very far in the
0: playoffs without mm. him. So when he gets back, I think they'll be fine. I mean, New Orleans could be if if it is New Orleans that they get in the first round of the playoffs with Anthony Davis doing ridiculous things, like that's a definitely a, a danger. I think yeah,
2: I think any team they face at this point is a danger just because you know if you look at the the bottom half of that that playoff race in the West, you know whether it's if it's going to be the Spurs, if it's even if it's the Nuggets, the Nuggets are a team that can put a lot of points on you. Yeah. If they can do that and and the Warriors can't respond with you know those Steph Curry outbursts they could they could be in trouble. And so I I think they would hope that they'd get a healthy, at least 100% healthy Steph Curry by the middle of the first round. Otherwise, there could be issues. And down the track, if they don't get him back and they have to go up against the the Warriors or even the Jazz, that's... I, I don't see they the Warriors. They are the Warriors. Correct. The Jazz, the Jazz <laughs> are what we... The, yeah, the Jazz finished the season what the Warriors started the season as, basically. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah.
0: All right, let's go over to the East where the The top eight is set, uh, unbelievably, and Blake Griffin's Detroit Pistons have uh, quite, uh, I suppose, sensationally missed out. Given they traded everything to to bring him in uh, earlier in the season, but still playing for spots, I suppose. And um, the, I suppose the big talking point of the last week was uh, Kyrie Irving's season-ending knee injury. He's he's off to have surgery. He'll be back playing basketball in about 5 months but all of a sudden whoever uh scores uh you know the Celtics in the opening round seventh in the in the standings uh have a real chance to to progress
2: yeah the, the Celtics without Kyrie it's, you know, they're still a good offensive team because they're, they're a very well coached team and they have a lot of just pieces who can produce um but without that guy in the playoffs that's it's tough to see him I don't want to say getting out of the first round because if if they do go up against a Milwaukee or a Miami or even a Washington who've looked a little bit shaky lately, you know I can see them getting out of the first round. But beyond that, without a Kyrie, it's I, mm. I think it's difficult to see it, especially because what their best scorer after that is Jason Tatum,
1: Jalen Brown possibly. Yeah, Greg so just two two young dudes who really don't yeah. have
2: playoff experience at all. Yeah. Um, and so it's yeah I I'm I'm hesitant to say that you know Brad Stevens can. You know, take them all the way to the promised land. I don't. It's hard I don't to do see it that with role
1: players in the playoffs. Like, yeah, correct. You need, you need star power in the playoffs. And Marcus
2: Smart is in a peculiar spot as well. And you know, without him, someone who has playoff experience, again, it's it's a
0: tough road for them. Yeah, uh, we've buried the lead for a good fifteen minutes. <laughs> ben Simmons, uh, he's going nuts. When's he get his mate Joel Embiid back? Ooh, hopefully by the start of the playoffs. That's. You know, ideally, that's
2: where his recovery would have finished. Yeah, uh, he's back to to practicing. You know, some contact stuff, but he's not back yet. Dare I say they don't need him? <laughs> they've, <laughs> they've they've looked really good without him. They they play yeah. a different style of basketball without him. Yeah. But in the playoffs, you need a dude who you can go, you can kind of feed the ball to. Ben Simmons is that guy a lot of the time, but Joel is that the, is someone that they need. He's as much as we love Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid is still their best player.
0: And hard to believe that. Um, that Ben Simmons has been able to find even another gear in his <laughs> rookie season uh, without Embiid. Well,
1: I'd venture to say that this was actually almost good timing, the Embiid injury, because when Embiid went out earlier in the seasons in the season, sorry, um, Simmons kind of didn't step up like we kind of hoped he would, mm. and this gave him another opportunity to be the main guy and to... to takeover games down the stretch and he's done that so yeah. I think there'll be a good confidence boost going into the playoffs and then they get Embiid back which obviously is is always going to be a boost
0: yeah, yeah. they're the hottest team in the NBA right now 14 in a row the Philadelphia 76ers that's crazy and no one really saw that coming right? no especially I thought that with Joel going down that the Sixers would naturally kind of
2: relinquish that third, the third fourth seed that they were, they were fighting for. Yep. Instead, they I think they won six in a row without Embiid. Um, you know, yes. The way they're playing is just a lot of fun to watch. You know Marco Bellinelli is shooting the lights out. Um, they're just getting a lot of shots up. They're running a lot. Um, Ersan Iliasova is stepping up in a big way. And Markel Fultz is really legit. Ooh, he looks you know, nice. To, to the detriment of TJ McConnell and his playing time, which is unfortunate because he's... <laughs> Being a, a nice servant for that team, yeah. But Markel Fultz is looking like a number one pick, and so when you have, you know, one of Ben Simmons, who you'd call one of the best point guards in the NBA, running the show for one of the best teams in the NBA at this point, and then off the bench you have this number one pick who's slowly getting more and more comfortable. The Sixers look genuinely
0: terrifying heading into the playoffs. Yeah, well that's the thing. They're um, they've hit fifty wins. Um, they're in the third spot in the East. Uh, you've got a a, a Kyrie Irvingless uh, Boston uh, at two and then Toronto who still have a lot of uh, questions to answer in terms of how they go in the playoffs so the, the East has really uh, opened itself up for for a Philly surge right yeah I, th- I think the East is as wide open as we're ever going to see it mm. it's all, obviously it's still always... still the you know Cleveland is still there LeBron is still there. any any LeBron team is still the team yeah. to beat.
2: Yeah, Um, You know, they've got Kendrick Perkins today, which (laughs) will... Title-defining moment. Correct. (laughs) Uh, um, But no, any any LeBron team is always the team to beat in any conference. Um, But when you look at just all eight teams, um, or at least from, I'd say, the paces up, they're all teams who, you know, in a seven-game series, it's it's not a given. Mm. Um, And so that's why Philadelphia will probably enter this Postseason as one of the favourites to get out of the East, as which you said, is crazy you, to say
1: you have to go through LeBron to get out of the East, and they don't face LeBron hypothetically until the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, so they're either going to face a Boston Celtics side without Kyrie Irving in the second round, or whoever beats the Boston Celtics. Yeah, so they have a real chance to get to the Eastern Conference Finals and have Ben Simmons versus LeBron James, which would the just, King and the Prince would be so fun to cover. Yeah, that was yeah. the the
2: matchup between them. Where LeBron had a forty-four point triple double, Le- Ben Simmons put up a crazy triple double of his of his own. That went to overtime. You know that was did that go to overtime? No, didn't go. Nearly went. Six to, is one. Nearly went to overtime. They nearly threw it away at the end. Correct. Man. Larry Nance Jr. nearly hit that shot at the end. But that was a you know a, a one possession game is what it ended up as.
0: And so man, if we get that for for seven potentially seven games, a seven mm. game series, man, hold on. Yeah, that would be crazy. Here, you guys are. You wanted to pretend like you were neutral fans a moment ago, and now you're just—you've got to root for the for the right story, you know. I, think uh, I feel like it's you're more just
2: The nature of the way we've we cover basketball for an Australian website means that we cover the Sixers and Ben Simmons especially very closely, mm. and so we just see more of them. And so that's—I don't know if it's our, if it's any bias coming through, but it's more like our, our knowledge base leans that direction because it's also the of we've seen a lot of it
1: we've covered every single game of Ben Simmons this year and we've watched this young team that would get up to like 20 point leads at the start of the year below it and it, like that's what we were kind of covering at the start of the year just develop into this machine that just wins games and they don't let leads yeah. slip and it's been cool to watch that development and watch Ben Simmons develop so it'd be cool to see him do it and playoffs. also let's
2: not get it let's not get it mixed up in, in a seven game series Cleveland would still be the favorite to beat oh, the 100%. 76ers in a, in a series yeah. Um, so would the Raptors, you know, just by nature of a yeah. team who's done more? But they have to done get past and... LeBron, though. Like that's the thing. Correct. Yeah. Philly um, will
0: get uh, home advantage over uh, Cleveland potentially as well. Well, right, even right if now, if they met.
2: Well, right now they are, oh, I guess, a game. They're, are, they're half a game in front. They're, they're half Cleveland. a game. In, they're half a game in front, and so we'll have to see how the season pans yeah. out. But if they yeah. do get home court advantage over the over the Cavs, it could get interesting. But again. As much as we we big up Ben Simmons and the Sixers, the Cavs are still the favorite going into that series. Still waiting for Ben Simmons
0: to hit a three. Keep. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> it's not it. He's not going to do it. Not this year. Not this year. Uh, dear, oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> boys, that uh, that was fun. Thank Thanks. You. It was. We enjoy. We enjoy coming on here. I invited Gaddy. <laughs> Just a a more sports splash. Yeah. Correct. Uh. So and and uh. Yeah. All the best with covering the rest of the reg season and then as we move into the playoffs. Thank you, Phil. Thanks, guys. That'll Thank do us. Will and it? Yeah, yeah, that's a wrap. It's <laughs> <That's> a wrap. <laughs>